Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Simran. Okay, what was that? What was that energy just then? <laughs> Again, I'm just matching your energy. It's very formal. I'm full naming you. Simran Kaur and Sonia Guthin are here today to talk about a situation that we think Ew. is extremely dire, and that is the process of buying a home with someone, a partner, who has a different view to you. I want to share this one because we had this question come in, and the fire that blew up in my stomach, the body temperature that hit like 50 degrees in me, the way my vein was popping when I was reading this, I, you know what, I'm just going to stop talking. I'm just going to tell you exactly what they said. I will say one thing that Sim is, is a storyteller. Like you really know how to tell stories. Well done, sis. I thought you were going to say dramatic. That's part of being a storyteller. All right. Dear Sim and Sonia. Since the housing market has taken a massive cooling, my partner and I were looking into buying a home together. We are currently living in his home, but we want to buy a place with more rooms for a family, plus a pool and a jacuzzi. We have been together for a year and a half, but he says that even though I can match half his deposit, he doesn't want to go in 50-50 with me on the home ownership if I can't match his half of the mortgage payment. I'm a long-haul flight attendant, and he has a seat suite position at a tech startup, so we don't make nearly the same amount of money. In fairness to him, he says he would feel differently if we were married, but in wanting to take advantage of the lull in the market while we can, he wants to buy a home now. Am I being irrational for feeling like this is unfair, or am I not seeing things clearly? Thank you so much. Love your book. Oh, that's sweet. I have a lot to say on this. And I want you to get started because I'm really eager to understand where this fire is coming from. Go on. I'm listening. I have a strong position on if two people make different amounts of money, for the person that makes more money to expect a higher standard of living, but then make the person that makes less money feel like they're holding them back or it's a disadvantage or you can't have 50-50 of the house because you make less. I do not understand why we cannot say, well, hey, we both cannot afford mortgage payments on this home 50-50. You want to own the house 50-50. Let's get a house that doesn't have a pool or a jacuzzi. Let's get something that fits both of our budgets instead of let's get something that fits my budget and you can be financially disadvantaged by not gaining on the equity, which is going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of our lifetime, because I want the nicer house now, but I'm not willing to take an equal split. I just think that as I'm saying this out loud, I'm actually also seeing a little bit of a flaw in my logic. I just feel quite strongly on this. Like what part of it is unfair to you? The part where he says we're not splitting the house 50-50 even though you've put in the same amount of deposit as me but we can't meet the same mortgage repayments therefore you don't get 50% of the house if we sell it mm. because with home ownership the wealth is not made by the deposit you put in it's made by the fact that over time the house let's say 
in this country that they're in, they're based in New Zealand. The market in New Zealand on average grows 6% per year. That is a decent amount of money for a house to grow. After 20, 30 years, she's going to see such a significant change in what she could have made. And I've seen experiences where women have gone into business or home ownership with men. Men have convinced them, well, hey, for my XYZ reason, I think we should do a 60-40 split or 70-30 split. And then like 20 years down the track, they look back at it and they go, wait, why did I agree to that? Like that did not make sense. Or my income did increase. We were making the same amount, but the house is still split 60-40 because that's a contract we signed. Like there's so many nuances. It just doesn't always feel fair. And I might be reading the situation wrong, but that's the overall big idea I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. I think that it's really hard for me to see how this potentially might not end up in the greatest situation. Home ownership and making that decision with someone is supposed to be a celebratory thing, where in the back you've kind of got stress already up front, where if you're not putting in 50 if you're not going in 50-50 with someone, they're already not interested in purchasing a house with you to their standards. It feels like there's not an openness to compromise or have that discussion because they've been so blunt in what they want when that should be a conversation and there should be compromises here and there. I think already if you know that you can't afford the 50-50 and you're trying to make it work because you're trying to take advantage, you're going with the advice that your partner is giving you, you're trying to take advantage of the lull in the market, I think it's going to be very hard. Even if it is a situation where he's like, you know what, I am making more money. I have a little bit more money to put down. I'm going to put in 70. You can put in 30. Even then, I would feel hesitant in doing it because in my head, there's going to be barbecues, there's going to be housewarmings. My worst fear is my partner trying to one-up me in front of other people. What if he like, he's like, this is such a projection and I realize that, but stay with me. What if he's like, hey, get me a beer. I'm the one that put more like deposit in the house and like small, small (laughs) comments like that, like passive aggressive things like, hey, take the rubbish out. I put in like 20 grand more than you for this house. You know, like People, like, you laugh, but I've had many a friend in relationships and ex-relationships where they've had partners say that. I've also been at a housewarming where a couple has fought in front of people about home ownership and how, like, a partner has been, like, I would never go in, like, a home ownership with this person and, like, completely put their financial situation on blast. And just being there is so uncomfortable but two the evilness to say it in front of people is just like insane so I'm saying this I'm trying to protect you like I'm not saying this to induce fear I'm not saying this to be malicious in any which way they are pretty dramatic examples I just think I completely agree with Sim in terms of like the future equity 20 30 years down the line thing you are an expert and I will believe anything that Sim says about the house property oh my god that is I know, not I know, what- I know I know I just have like this blind trust with you which I need to work on too but like I don't know I just don't I completely understand why you have reservations about it and I am completely leaning on your side of 
it is unfair. If I was in your shoes, this is exactly what I would do. Break up with him? Okay. No. Cool. (laughs) Well, not yet. This is what I would do. I would say, look, I have just as much of deposit as you do. Like, despite making less money, I have saved up just as much of a deposit as you have. That's impressive. I'm good with my money. I do not feel comfortable going into a home partnership with you where I am not going to get 50%. I am putting 50% down. Yes, we make different salaries right now. That does not mean that we should therefore then buy a home where we're paying different payments and I'm not getting 50% of the home that I am also purchasing with you and putting 50% of my income down. I would say there's two options. Either we buy a home where we're both equally putting in the deposit and we're both equally putting in monthly payments or paying off the mortgage, or we wait till we're married because you said it won't be an issue if we're married. And so now this person has to meet you at their level or agree to go 50-50, which I don't think that they do because they do have a valid point. Like They don't want to split something 50-50 if they don't feel like they're getting, they're paying more out of the mortgage and they're out of wedlock and that means a lot to them, X, Y, Z. But that is how I would go about it because I don't feel like I need to buy a home right now and make a financial decision that I'm not comfortable with right now just because, quote unquote, the market is cooling and there's time pressure. Yeah, I think making rushed decisions because you notice what other people are doing and you notice that lull, I don't think it ends well, especially because it just adds on so much anxiety and stress to what's supposed to be a great situation and a great you know milestone to be achieving with your partner. Another point that I want to make that these are pre-conversations that you should be making before you take it more formal with a broker, with an advisor, because, you know, you'd have like a lot of your conversations in writing and, you you know, it's a very formal process. So the legalities of things, I feel like you would have sussed when you get those third party people in. But these are just like the initial conversations that I personally feel like you should have before getting to that stage. You know, if already you're not agreeing on like the type of house and like deposit would you consider that a red flag is this a red flag is this a red flag i feel like it's an orange flag i feel like it's an amber flag i feel like we can work through it look at us growing i love us i'm just proud that i didn't say dump him off the bat (laughs) honestly that is growth i would have to ask you final comments what would you do what would you absolutely not put up with I wouldn't put up with the pressure of going 50-50. I also wouldn't, and this is just me personally, I think if he proposes straight away and like rushes you down the aisle for just this, because like if situations would be different if you were married, I would think that is more of a reddish flag rather than an amber flag because you'd want to marry the person for wanting to spend time, like, you know, all the good things, not just for a house. And three... I agree with you. I think it is unfair. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude the episode. Now, if you have a money confession that you want to share or you want advice on, please send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsandmess.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next week, Sonia. Till next week, Sim. Bye. Bye.
And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.